Okay, Mama, you are in for a treat today because we are chatting with Sabrina Knapp. She is the host of the Mind Your Business podcast, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you that we dive in to some amazing topics. She shares with us productivity hacks, some tips for time blocking and reclaiming and finding time in your day, and such great inspiration for building a business and a lifestyle that you really love and enjoy. She's phenomenal. So Sabrina is a Christian mompreneur and a wife of 16 years. Her passions lie deep in helping women find clarity, build roadmaps for marketing, and get out of the grip of frustration and disorganization. As a top 2% builder in network marketing, she got tired of the rat race and feeling like social media was the only option for her growth. And yes, we go there with that on the episode today. We talk about social media and how you can grow a business without being tied to your phone all the time. So she started focusing on her passions It built a business that grew with her, that gave her time freedom, and that produced an income worthy of her knowledge. Now she is focused on helping women in business do the same. So Sabrina helps female entrepreneurs build online businesses based on joy and passion while overcoming mental roadblocks and outdated strategies through discovery, purpose clarity, business organization, and marketing and mindset coaching. Those are exactly the things we talk about today. You're going to want to get a pen and a notepad because the strategies that she shares today are absolute gold. Welcome to the Successful Networking Moms podcast, where you'll learn how to take your social selling business to the next level with consistent sales and recruiting. I'm Shelly Hoffman, marketing coach and mom that believes making money, creating a profitable business and growing a team should not be a hustling grind, but simple and fun. I teach you how to do that 100% online without wasting hours a day posting on social media so you can build a business around your life. And it all starts right here. All right. Hey, ladies, welcome. So thrilled to be bringing you a special episode today because it's not just me talking. We are going to be interviewing Sabrina Knapp, and I know you guys are going to get so much value out of this just from chatting with her. She has so much to share, so much to teach us, and yeah, I think you guys are going to love this. So a little bit about Sabrina. You heard um, about her in the intro, but what really lights her up is just helping women find their passion, what they're good at, and then building their business around that. So she has so much to bring to our conversation today. I'm actually going to turn it over to her and let her introduce herself, tell us a little bit about what she does and um, how she got started and why she's doing what she does. But thanks, Sabrina, for being here. Oh, thank you so much, Shelly. I really appreciate you having me on today. It's a true honor to be here, really, to um, talk to your audience about um, something that I'm passionate about and help them possibly find what lights them up a little bit, right? Um, So my name is Sabrina Knapp. I live in northwestern Wyoming, a little town called Cody, and we recently just moved here uh, beginning of May. We have lived in Southeast Iowa our entire lives. And my husband and I own a large uh, business there. We own a large steakhouse and restaurant there. We've owned it for um, 
the, the current restaurant for going on nine years, um, but we've been in the catering and the food business for 16 years. We um, we're on the business side of it now. We have a staff of 60 employees and a general manager that runs the show there. And we were able to step back and kind of live our dream a little bit because we run our businesses solely uh, virtually, mm -hmm. uh, online, and uh, it works. It works for us big time. So we've always had this dream to move. It's always been kind of our passion to live out adventures. Um, our daughter is homeschooled. Uh, our, our youngest daughter, excuse me, is homeschooled. I'm a mom to three. Um, and our oldest two still live in Iowa. But because our youngest is homeschooled, we're able to kind of be on the go when we want to. And we love to uh, just go when we can. We want to teach her that you don't have to be stationary. We're not trees, right? You've all heard that. You're not a tree. You can get up and leave. And so many people are afraid of, of just going and living their passions and being truly who and what they were meant to be because they feel like they're stuck in a job or stuck in a relationship or this monotonous life that does not have to tie them down. It, it just doesn't. We were able to kind of pick up and move in May and we uh, only are enjoying ourselves here and business is thriving and we're able to just really live out our dreams here in Northwestern Wyoming. So it's pretty dang exciting. I run um, businesses, like I said, we run our restaurant kind of virtually with the help of our general manager. She has a, a management team of 12 underneath of her that help her on the day-to-day. -day. So we can communicate with her virtually or on the phone, whatever we need to do. Um, and then my husband has a photography business and I help him with the marketing and the promotion of that. And I, on the side, in a side gig of mine, I am a travel agent, a virtual travel agent, which I love, which kind of pairs nicely with my need for adventure <laughs> everywhere. But I do help others um, create great, um, you know, travel itineraries, especially on a budget. And then my main business is what we're here to talk about today. And that is um, basically lifestyle coaching or business coaching with passion involved mm. and helping women, uh, particularly women, discover their selves again in their businesses. We get tied down to the mundane tasks of what we should post, what we should be doing. Um, how do I get organized? What marketing do I need to do? Do I need to be on social media or not? Do I need to have a website? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? And all of that gets so heavy and we lose who we are because we're just confused. And when we get confused, our mindsets go into the tanker and we stop and we don't take action. And as we all know, action leads to productivity. So I help women get a plan of action in place and a roadmap to being organized, creating a marketing techniques that makes sense for them and their time. And in turn, finding the passion that lights them up again, finding a business and a lifestyle that they are proud of and can like actually live and have time for them. And that's what's most important. It is. Oh my gosh. I love everything you just said. There's so much for us to dive into there because the ladies that are listening to this podcast and as mompreneurs, 
that was the dream. Like that's why we started online businesses was for the time freedom and for the freedom to live life on our own terms. And so many times I see, and I mean, I fell victim to this too, but I see women starting businesses and becoming entrepreneurs. And then the next thing they know, they're a slave to their business. And it's like, that's what we left our corporate career or our nine to five to get away mm-hmm. from and here our stuff again. So I love that that's what you help with is really creating not just the business that works, but a lifestyle that a is definitely the goal. Like that was the whole point of becoming an entrepreneur. And so I love that you're going to help us dig into that today. So I want to go back to one thing you said um, about creating organization and systems, because that's one thing that if you're shifting from the mindset of a nine to five employee, you've always been told what to do, or maybe you're a stay at home mom that hasn't run a business before. That's a really crucial point and something that sometimes gets overlooked. Like you're so excited and you're jazzed to be starting this new business. But if you miss the organization part, again, we end up creating a business that is not fun to run and it's not the the dream that we had in our head. So what advice would you give if you're a mom that's just starting out in her business journey to kind of save her some of that headache and the frustration of building out this whole business that then is not at all what she set out to create? Sure. So something that has helped me along the way, and when I say helped me, I actually mean is helping me. (laughs) Let's be honest. We're all works in progress, right? This is a whole growth thing. We're business owners too, you and I, just because we have a podcast doesn't mean that we're still growing and involved and evolving in who we are. Mm -hmm. But the thing is something that has really helped me and that really has maybe changed the trajectory of my business and my life in general is time blocking not new. This is not a new concept, but something that has really, um, really changed how I find my time and how I make time for everything that I want to in is time blocking. And just briefly go on some things and give your audience some little nuggets is create basically um, three different boxes um, per se. And your boxes are going to be your priorities. And that should be your number one first box. Your number two box should be your daily tasks or things that you know just have to get done every single day. Something as simple as like feeding the kids, making supper, you know, like, and and think in small terms. Like some people are like, well, yeah, but those are no brainers. No, seriously, work with me here. Put those in your box. And then the third box needs to be you. What, what is it that in your perfect world, your perfect week, what is a few things that you can set aside for you that would make you feel like you got some you time in, that you wouldn't feel so overwhelmed, and that really makes sense in your your own mental and spiritual growth, right? So your first box is your priorities and that has to be a priority, right? That has to go in there. So when you're thinking about blocking your day or time blocking your week, which I do it on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. then 
those priorities go in first, right? If we have doctor's appointments, if we have kids that need to be at soccer practice or dance recital or something at a certain time, of course, those have to go in. Those are time crunches, right? If we have a nine to five, put your dang nine to five in there. Like this is the time you're at work. So nothing else can go into that space. Nothing else can even mentally go into that space. Mm -hmm. Put your drive time in there. If you have you know, 15 or 30 minutes that are going to be drive time, trust me, put it in there. You want it in there because you know that nothing else is going to happen in that time, right? So the first thing in your week or your day should go in your priorities. The second thing should go in your, your time for things that you know have to happen. If you need 30 minutes or 45 minutes to create dinner, to, to make dinner, put that in where it needs to go. If you have um, so many times in the, or so much time in the morning that it takes you to get ready, get the kids out the door, get lunches made, you know, all that kind of thing, put that in, time block that in. I want you to see specific time blocks out because then what happens? Then the third thing can happen. And you see these, maybe even, maybe they're as small as like 15 minute increments, right? Or 30 minute increments. And you're like, well, that's not time to do anything but go to the bathroom. <laughs> True. True, there is that, but think about how if you're time blocking your day, how you can be like, wow, I can I can shrink this a little bit, which would give me an hour on this end to either put time for my business or maybe it's simply, I wanna go for a walk. I want no kids with me. I want to go clear my head. I want some exercise. I wanna be out in, in fresh air or whatever. I, I This is the time that I'm gonna go take a walk okay. or this is the time that I'm gonna go lock myself in the closet and I'm gonna read a chapter of my book because I love this book I'm reading. Mm -hmm. But it's so important to put time in there for yourself too because as women, we lose sight of who we are. Um, we get just in these day-to-day -day tasks of being who we need to be for our boss. We get into who we need to be for our kids, for our spouse, for our friends, right? We feel like we have to be present even for our friends. Mm -hmm. We just, we fill all these boxes, all of our time boxes with things for other people. Mm -hmm. But it is so important to even take the little moments for yourself if that means scheduling it in for a while, do it. When I first started time blocking, I was time blocking just the basics, right? And I'm like, but I still got no time for me. And somebody suggested, no, you take, even if it's 15 minute increments, you time block everything down to taking a walk. I was doing everything. I'm not kidding, Shelly. I was like time blocking everything, like my daily tour, my morning tours, my what time I wanted to start working my business and be at my computer. Then I was from this to this time, I was doing stuff on my computer as if it were my work day. Then I was taking a walk and then I blocked in this and this time for my lunch. And if I didn't get that time in if my 30 minutes went to 20 minutes, that's all I got for lunch because at the next time block, I was doing what I was set out to do because I knew that by the end of the day, I wanted to have my priorities done. Of course, I wanted to have those things that just happen as moms every day to get done. And I knew at the end of the day, I wanted to be like, that was so freaking cool. I got a walk-in. I yeah. never get a walk-in. Uh-huh. Right? So it it was really important to break down every single thing for a while. You don't have to do it forever, but like really break down every single thing you want to accomplish in your day and make sure that you add in something that is going to light you up. It is only simply for you. It has nothing to do with your husband or your kids or your boss or whoever. It's only for you.
Yes. Oh my gosh. That is so good because time blocking, I think is a phenomenal strategy. And I was only recently introduced to it, but I'll tell you the biggest thing that it did for me was the first time I sat down to do my time block, I realized, oh my gosh, look at all this time that I'm spending scrolling Instagram at night. Look at all this time that I'm spending doing things for other people. And when I started to divide into buckets, the first bucket, you're right, that always went was the the stuff for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing all this stuff for other people. And I'm like spending so much time on these activities and there's nothing left over. And it's counterintuitive because if we're moms and we have a business that we're trying to grow, a lot of times we think, well, the more time that we put into the business, the faster it's going to grow and the more money I'm going to make. So we start fixing out like the us block or sometimes even some of the like mom things get shifted because we just need more time because we just we're trying to get this business going. But it's actually the opposite. You know, you need that time blocked in where you recharge and you reset and maybe you go for the walk and maybe you read the book, like you said, or for me, it was like just taking a bath because it was longer than a shower and like showers are just so in and out. Okay. It's part of my day. I got to get it done, but I'm like, no, I'm going to take a long bubble bath tonight because that's just time to sit there and think like you, I mean, I guess some people could have their phone in the bath, but I, I was like, didn't want to drop it in. So I'm like, I know I'm not going to have my phone. I know I'm not going to be doing anything else. And so I literally had to schedule downtime and you have to do that because you're going to get so burnt out trying to build your business that it's actually going to do the opposite. So yeah, I, you're right. I found that that extra time, that that 15 minutes here or there was like you said, scrolling on Facebook um, and and scrolling on any social media really. And we can talk about that later, but once I did away with those things, I found that if I could move other things together, that would give me more bulk time to either do something in my business or it would give me more bulk time to do something that I had lost in myself Mm -hmm. that was making me ultimately unhappy. And if I'm unhappy, if my mindset is in a place where I'm not feeling fulfilled, why the heck am I going to spend extra time in my business? I'm unhappy. (laughs) I don't care about it. Right. It's all a mindset thing. Another Mm -hmm. thing that was big for some people that I've worked with, some people that I've coached on is moving their time blocks around and seeing where they can fit in other things. And they maybe got in a date night more often, like um, once a month or, you know, more often than they were, of course, because like, seriously, what's a date night Mm -hmm. when you're married, right? But they were able to fit those things in because it was like before, before they were time blocking or before they really understood what it meant to be conscious of your time, mm-hmm. then it was just understated or, or a um, mental agreement, right? That we don't have any time. We don't have any time for date night. We don't have any time to go out for dinner as a family. We don't have any extra time to do this or that when it's just your priorities mm-hmm. and what you are doing with the time that you do have yeah. was a little backwards. Mm-hmm. So, um, when I help people like plan out an entire week or especially an entire month, that's when they really see it's hard to in a full day. But if you do a week or a month, my coaching clients are like, wow, like this really opens up time that I didn't know I had. And sometimes, you know, you talk to, you probably talk to your coaching clients too. And, and you're like, if you find 
10 or 15 hours a week, you're fine in your business, you know, like spend a couple of hours a day or, you know, whatever, an hour a day, you know, you don't, you don't need a whole bunch of time on your business. People think they've got all, to have all these time, this time during their businesses. And I'm like, you don't need that much time. And they're like, well, I don't have any time. Oh. The first <laughs> thing I say is let's look at your schedule. Let's look, uh-huh. let's, let's, let's break down what time you do have. And they're like, oh my gosh. I'm like, mm. uh-huh. oh, yeah. It's- so eye-opening. You're right. You're right. Um, so what about when you are looking at your schedule and your eyes are opened, but you still feel like overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, how do I juggle it all? Like, how do I um, show up as a present mom and grow my business and do all these things? I know you've touched on it a little bit, but just what's one thing that you would say to the mom who is just overwhelmed and thinking, I can't do all these things? Well, first and foremost is time blocking. Number one, mm-hmm. look at your schedule. That's going to be your first place to look mm-hmm. is really, number one, be honest with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, set down with yourself and with your schedule, put in your priorities, put in your have tos, and yeah. then put in your want tos. Absolutely do that. Because then, like I said, once you feel better about who you are, we, we all feel better. Like think about, think about when you're on vacation. That is when you feel like mentally free nine times out of 10, right? You're like, this is fantastic. I want to live every day on vacation. Like you are just at your mental best Mm -hmm. because you don't have a schedule to follow necessarily. You aren't attached to a, you know, have tos and want tos and all that kind of thing. But what if you could live even a little piece of that clarity Mm-hmm. every single day or at least multiple times a week yeah. and you as a mom got to filter out some of that garbage of stress of I have to I have to be this I have to do this I have to accomplish this what if every day even if it was 15 minutes because you actually found it in your schedule mm-hmm. what if that 15 minutes of just mental clarity meant everything to you mm-hmm. so it, it's all about the mindset and where you are. So once you get organized with what you've got to do and where you're at, the, the mental clarity can open up greatly. It, it's so yeah. easy to feel overwhelmed, especially, um, and I'm not going to get all like crazy about today's age, <laughs> but like in today's society, it's so easy and so heavy to get overwhelmed and really just like want to be like, screw it. I am. I'm so over this, right? What's the point? Yeah. I'm, I'm so over this. And while we all have those moments, like, I'm not going to lie. Right. We, we all have those moments where we're like, "Hmm, what am I actually doing today or this week or whatever? Um, you have to take it back to, okay, but what's my end goal? I have something to accomplish. I have a lifestyle to lead. I have something in me that drives me, that is my passion. I have to find that again. And I have little people to take care of and feed and bathe and get to school, (laughs) you know? So like it, it has to all come from your mindset. Um, it has to, and, and it starts with organization and then it finishes with you finding who you are passionately. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Well, I know we could get into all of the, like the stressors and the triggers and the things that are in the world today that weren't generations ago. But one thing I do kind of want to talk to you about, because I know it's something that you specifically um, 
are really passionate about is the social media aspect and how that plays into all of this. Because I feel like that was one thing that when I really looked at my time blocks, I noticed that a lot of my time was going there. But not only that, like that's where some of my um, discontent was coming from was like, well, she's got all the time, obviously, because look at all this stuff she's doing. Look at her perfectly curated feed and all this cool stuff and everything looks great. And it was like it was really just making me feel discontent with what I was doing, even though. I felt like I was trying so hard and doing all the things and like I was so busy and I'm like, how do other people even have time for this? So let's just talk about, you know, social media specifically and then, you know, how that affects us as moms and business owners. So I'm going to be 100% transparent and um, my audience knows, but yours doesn't, that I gave up social media now about almost four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't give it up in the sense of like, I no longer am present, like that kind of thing. But this is where I get very transparent. Social media is an addiction or it can be an addiction for people just the same as drugs or alcohol or food or whatever, um, because it is a time waster. Yeah. And it's legit. Like you are just curious about what is going on in your friends' lives or another business, or like you said, checking out to see what the competition is doing. Right. Um, those of us that are business owners fight that a little bit more. And I am incredibly like driven in my business. And so I'm always like, what's next? What do I got to do next? What's the next newest thing? What do I got to learn next? It's always about next. And so I got in this really big trap of um, constantly checking it because if I wasn't checking it, Shelly, I was missing something. Mm -hmm. That's what was in my mind, right? If I I wasn't constantly like present on social media, somebody was going to overpass me or get the next um, availability to something or have a conversation better than what I could have a conversation with. And that wasn't happening. Yeah. (laughs) In my mind, that wasn't happening. And it got to be where 24 seven, I'm serious. Like first thing in the morning to the very last thing I did, you know, my phone was put up behind my head. So when I was ready to go to sleep, I mean, I was on it till I was ready to go to sleep Mm -hmm. and in the car, you know, my husband and I work together. So we're often in the car together and he would drive. So it was like in the car, I was on it no matter where we were going. And, And I'm like, it got to be, I don't know what the point was to be completely honest with you. I don't know what that day was, but there was just a point where I was like, why am I living this life that I live, that I moved to, that I mm-hmm. physically picked up my, myself and my family and moved to, and then I'm on my phone. Yeah. Why? What for? For other people? It is to, to be somebody for other people? What for? In the same token, I am also on this like growth journey a little bit with God. I've always been a Christian. I was raised in a very, very, very Christian household. And I have been on this kind of growth path with him or trying to rediscover his purpose for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I won't dig into that too much, but um, I, I was on, or I am on this big journey with him. And his big thing is, is you have to be willing to 
like forget all this static, like all the things that you're paying attention to. If you truly want to know my plan, then you got to listen to my plan. Right. Mm -hmm. All the while I'm like, yeah, I'm totally ready to listen to your plan. I've got this. Like, let's do this. Me and you, we're going to do this. All the while my fingers are attached to my phone and I'm listening to what the world is telling me I should be doing or what conversations the world is telling me I should be having. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I can't completely hear what he's trying to tell me because I'm paying attention to other things. And he's like, when you're ready, I'm totally ready. Mm -hmm. Right. So I got ready (laughs) and I deleted the apps from my phone, Uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook all got deleted from my phone. Yeah. So now I'm still present. We, you and I both know that's what this is about, right? You and I both know that you have to be present on social media because that's where people are. We're not silly. Right. So now my social media platforms are used as a tool for me. They're used as a tool for promotion. They're used as a tool for communication. They're used as a tool for my community. That is it. I have in my time block, every single day is my time for social media every single morning. And I get on and I do my messaging and I do my communication and I do my answering of messages or, or posts or whatever. And I do that and then I'm done and I get to work and I go to work on things that actually matter. The steps that are, were given to me, the things that were shown to me, my podcast, right? You're on the same journey as I am, my podcast, my blog, other marketing techniques that I've got going on that don't involve the heaviness of social media. Mm-hmm. Imposter syndrome is so real. Yeah, You touched on it, right? On what it means to feel like you aren't enough because, well, it's not what she's doing or, mm-hmm. oh, my marketing could be a little bit stronger. Who, who is in charge of that? Who is in charge of imposter syndrome? Because I need to talk to them <laughs> because it is, that is so real. And mm-hmm. even still to this day of, I always joke about I'm doing away with social media completely because uh, in the hour that I still get on my social media platforms, I catch myself feeling like, oh my gosh, see, I haven't been on social media and I have, have missed that. Or, oh my gosh, they're doing it so much better than me, probably because now I'm still on social media all the time. Maybe I should go back to being on social media, but I know that that is the devil talking to me saying, yeah, because I want you to be distracted again. Yeah. I want it to go back to where you feel like you're attached to your phone and not to the things that are actually mattering. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've been really strong in it and I mean, it's been great. There, there are so many things that I'm like, I mean, I, I will probably never put the maps back on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and really the, um, the concentration that I get in my business now, because I have specific tool time where yeah. I'm only working the social media as a tool. And then the rest of my whole day is spent mm-hmm. then on things that matter. Um, that has been fantastic. So I'll keep it up as a tool for promotion, you know, the things we know and the things we already do, but, um, it, it's going to be a while before I feel ready to ever add them back in any other form. Yes. Oh, that is so freeing. You, it, it, I'm telling you're you losing something, you're taking something away from social media, but actually there is so much freedom in that. And I'm so glad you touched on it because I feel like this is something that I preach to my audience again. It's like, what are you using social media for? What matters, you know? And that's why I love talking about groups and growing communities online, because that's what matters is like that you're engaging with people and you're starting conversations and you're building relationships. And that's how your business is going to grow. 
being on social media to compare yourself to others or look at what other people are doing, like that's not where your business is going to grow. No. I'm so glad Sabrina has given you ladies your permission slip. Okay. You don't have right. to be on there 24 seven to grow a business. Oh, so good. Well, I'm so glad that we could talk about social media. I knew I wanted to get into that with you because you, I knew from chatting with you that you felt strongly about that. And so do I. Um, and I knew we wanted to talk about time blocking. So before we go, is there any just one overarching word of encouragement that you would give to moms that are building their businesses? Yeah, I am a big one. Like, and, and this is where I get in deep and heavy with my, with my coaching clients. And, and I know that you do a little bit as well, but you can't run any business. You cannot really grow who you are and how are you supposed to grow a business? If you are not working and doing something that you're passionate about, that you are either, um, have been through or have accomplished yourself, those are the things that make you relatable to other people. Mm -hmm. So find in yourself what lights you up and makes you happy. It is not in business terms. It is not the network marketing company that you work with. It is not something that you're selling for someone else. It is not necessarily even the service that you can provide someone else. Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with it. It's number one, all about who you are as an individual and digging deep and finding that. Go back to the drawing board if you need to. Find your organization because once you have clarity in your organization and your direction, then you're going to think about better marketing techniques. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to open your mind to who you truly serve and what you're here to do for them. Mm -hmm. And my biggest thing, and my audience is so tired of hearing this, and I, I kid them all the time that I'm going to create a teacher off of this, and I probably will someday. But my slogan, my biggest thing is sell the problem you solve, never the product you sell. Yes. And that is so true. And while it seems like a simple statement, it is very, once you dig into it and really truly understand it, you can't sell anything unless you truly feel like the problem is yours to solve. Yeah. You know, like so take on someone else's um, feelings, take on their pain points, take mm -hmm. on their problem and then figure out how to help them because yeah. that is what's going to light you up. Once you figure out that thing and you realize this is what I'm passionate about. I don't care what, com what company is trying to get me to sell something. I don't care what network marketing company I'm with. I don't care what, what I'm trying, what service I'm trying to sell of myself until you truly understand how you can help other people and solve their problems. You will not be successful. So ladies find your passion, find what lights you up and then go sell that. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I feel like there is so much goodness here that we've talked about. And I know that they can learn so much more from you too. So will you let everybody know how they can listen to your podcast, where they can find you and connect with you? Sure. I am on all the major um, podcast platforms, mm -hmm. Apple, Spotify, all of them. Um, and you can go to my website also to hear it. It is www.sabrinamnapp, M as in Marie, nap.com. And um, my community over on Facebook is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash let's rediscover your business. 
Awesome. Great. Well, thank you again for coming and sharing your passion with us, but also your expertise. Because like I said, I'm new to time blocking. I loved talking to somebody that really had a handle on the organization productivity side of this. And I know that people listening will benefit so much from hearing that from you. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. This was fun. Thanks. Very fun. Well, we'll catch you next time. Okay. Thanks, Shelly. You've been listening to the Successful Networking Moms podcast. If you are ready to take action, start reaching your sales, recruitment, and income goals now, then join us in the Successful Networking Moms Facebook group. This free community offers support from me, plus the accountability of a thousand other networking moms scaling their businesses. Search on Facebook for Successful Networking Moms or check the show notes for the link to join.